Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 9th of June, and as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening to a podcast on the World Wide Web, wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours, then you can read the disclaimer on our website, marcustoday.com.au. And you can also sign up for a free trial if you're not yet a member. And of course, if you are a member, you'll know that there's all those wonderful goodies on our website that uh, are hard to find sometimes. But anyway, we have uh, another week session on the US markets, um, snapping a bit of a rise recently. Uh, the Dow Jones falling 269 points or 0.81% to 32,911. NASDAQ down 89 points or 0.73% to 12,086. And the S&P 500, not the middle for diddle for a change, up... Uh, beyond the losses in the Dow and the Nasdaq, down 1.08%, 45 points to 41.16. SPY futures showing a loss of 54 points, or 0.76%, with the VIX index down modestly, down 0.25 of a percent. Why did the Dow fall last night? Well, why does it do anything? Liquidity is still a bit of an issue, and volume still remaining on the light side, to say the least. But we did see some... uh, Uh, expectations from one of the investment banks, uh, Jamie Diamond, I think it was, uh, talking about uh, gasoline prices could hit $6.20 a gallon by August. Goldman Sachs forecasting oil hitting $140 a barrel. So uh, that is not good for the inflationary um, numbers that are coming through from the US. And we also saw the Atlanta Fed GDP ticker, which I talk about every Monday and did mention yesterday, is showing that uh, the US economy is slowing despite the headline rate of 3.9% still on those unemployment numbers. But there are signs that the US economy is slowing. As a result of all this, we did see on the back of those uh, bullish predictions for the oil price, Brent crude up 2.5%. to $123.58. Anybody who thinks that inflation has peaked obviously isn't looking at the oil price, which could go higher. We are just in hurricane season, as Jamie Diamond, there goes my smoke alarm again, uh, as Jamie Diamond uh, pointed out, uh, not so, um, well, quite bluntly a week or so ago, that we are in hurricane season uh, for the market and also for the weather, and this could disrupt uh, oil supplies coming out of the Gulf of Mexico. It's not so much that uh, demand is rapidly increasing because demand is pretty strong. It's more that refining capacity in the U.S. is uh, straining at the leash. It just cannot keep up with demand. And of course, with China coming on stream as well and Russian oil out of the equation due to that war in the Ukraine, then we are seeing elevated oil prices. And as long as that happens, it's hard to see that CPI peaking. You can talk about chip prices and container shipping costs coming down for as long as you like. But at the end of the day, if a gallon of petrol in the U.S. is heading higher, I think it's over five bucks now on average uh, across the U.S. and in some parts of uh, California, people are paying $9.60 a gallon, which is pretty ridiculous. Oil in WTI form is up to $122.11, $2.70, 2.26%. 
So, as I said, until you see that oil price come down, we are likely to see inflation continue to bubble around, if not at these levels, if not a little bit higher. Gold in US dollar terms up $4.40 or 0.24% to 1856.50. And iron ore modestly higher, up 7 cents. $145.88 US trimetric ton up 0.05%. Other commodities last night, we saw copper up 0.3, nickel down 2.3, aluminium up 1.7, zinc up 0.7. Uh, we had lead up 0.5 and ton up 2.5%. Looking at international mining stocks overseas, we had Freeport McMoran down 2.7, Alcoa down 4.9, Tech down 0.1. Anglo down 0.3, Glencore down 0.3, Vale coming off quite sharply, down 4.1%, and Arbomile Lithium uh, down 1.7%. BHP, which had a pretty good day yesterday, was down 2.3% in ADR terms, and Rio down 2.4% in ADR terms. Aussie dollar below 72, 71.90. There you can see the S&P 500. We did have... On the Dow, we had a high of minus 24 and a low of minus 356. And you can see the S&P pretty much closing on its lows. But again, volumes are quite light still. And uh, that is really affecting volatility at the moment. A lot of players have moved to the sidelines during all this confusion of whether we are seeing uh, a bottom or even close to a bottom, or whether it's just all a bit of a mirage and a bear market rally. In tech stocks in the US, Apple was down half a percent, Meta was up half a percent, Google unchanged, Microsoft down 0.8, Amazon down one and a half, Tesla up one and a quarter, Netflix up 2.1, US banks weaker, JP Morgan 1.6% down, Goldman down 2.1, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, up 0.2 of a percent, Twitter up 0.8 of a percent. What's happened in major stories overnight? The US stocks falling as oil rally continues, raising concerns about inflation. Leading commodity trading house Trafigura says energy markets in a critical state, oil could reach 150 per barrel or higher. And recent spikes in Australia's energy prices is threatening to keep inflation higher for longer. I watched Sarah Hunter from KPMG, one of the smartest economists around, used to work for um, the Oxford Economists. She was saying that looking at the imports into the Australian inflationary number, which is due out on July the 27th, so we've got a long time to wait to see what happens, currently 5.1%, but she said we could see a print over 7%. And the IEA head has warned Europe could face energy shortages next winter. Guy's a genius, isn't he? Uh, gasoline reached $5 a gallon or more in over a dozen US states due to low stockpiles. Again, it's not just supply from Saudi Arabia and others. It is low stockpiles. It is low refining capacity and lack of investment, which has driven this oil price rally. It was elevated even before we saw the Ukraine-Russia war. So that's just making things a little harder. Uh, JP Morgan says US gas prices could hit $6.20 a gallon by August. That certainly uh, put a, um, a bit of a crimp in your driving season and may once again hasten the move to electric vehicles. And the OECD, which of course Math Matthias Corman is now the boss of, uh, has followed the World Bank in lowering global growth forecasts but sees limited stagflation risk. 
This was only a day after Janet Yellen admitted she had got it wrong and that this is what I thought was a classic piece of uh, Fed or politics speak that uh, she and uh, Federal Chief Jerome Powell should have used a different word to transitory. Hmm, I still got it wrong, whatever words you use. Damaging bout of stagflation may force central banks to start cutting rates in 2024, some high-profile traders and economists are saying. And the Bank of Japan will consider downgrading view on output as China lockdown weighs. And the Fed GDP tracker shows the US economy could be on the brink of a recession and huge inventories being put forward as evidence inflation will ebb. This is Kathy Wood's theory that uh, companies have got so much inventory at the moment that they will be able to offload it, therefore cutting margins in an effort to offload it, and that will see inflation fall. And market bulls see equities heading higher in the second half. One of those bulls was uh, the chief strategist at JP Morgan, going a little bit against his boss, Jamie Dimond, or Diamond, who has uh, warned about the hurricane that is approaching equity and other markets. What to expect today? Well, we've got Chinese monthly trade figures today. Exports in May likely grew 8% from a year earlier. We do have 54 points off on our futures, so it's going to be weak and sloppy. The one thing that held our market up yesterday was a massive bifurcation of our market, which we've seen in the last few days, is that the banks have been under serious pressure I wrote an article back on the 1st of June following the AFR banking summit where a lot of the banking chiefs did warn about what was happening in banking circles. And since then, of course, we've had the RBA raise rates by 50 basis points. All the banks have now passed on that to mortgage holders. And uh, there is fears that we could see a recession here. And the banks do walk a tightrope between uh, what we're seeing in terms of uh, bad debts, credit quality, etc., and getting a higher margin, that net interest margin. But uh, it does look as if the net interest margin benefits are illusionary and maybe the banks will come under more pressure. The stocks have fallen around 8 or 9% since their recent highs only a week or so ago. So that's going to be the story again if we see the banking sector come off. The US banking sector was weak and if we do see a little bit of weakening in resources which were a massive, massive hold-up for the market yesterday. Uh, we rose 28 points, uh, 25 points yesterday. If you took out the, uh, the banks, which accounted for 35 negative points, we'd have had a pretty good day yesterday. Uh, but I suspect we're not going to have a great day today. 10-year yields in the US, uh, 3.02, back above that 3% level. Australia, back above 35 and look at Germany go, streaking ahead at the moment, 1.35%. Didn't seem that long ago that Europe had negative rates. In fact, the ECB still has negative rates and are only talking about going to zero. They have a meeting on Thursday at their time, so today, uh, overnight anyway. So only talking about going to zero. Germany is already at 1.35%. And EU inflation hitting record highs that we haven't seen for a long, long time. 7.1% in Germany. Stocks 50 in the European markets down 0.5%. FTSE down 0.1%. CACs down 0.8%. DAX down 08 Apple will handle the lending itself for the new Buy Now, Pay Later offering. And if you wanted any further reasons to think that Buy Now, Pay Later is uh, somewhat yesterday's hero, 
It looks like the Albanese government is looking to regulate Buy Now Pay Later. At least they've called for an independent inquiry into the space. Yet another nail into the coffin. Apple has been nailing away this week. And that uh, move by the new government could be a further nail in the coffin, at least here. But bearing in mind that we are the birthplace of Buy Now Pay Later, uh, that's likely to spread to other jurisdictions, you would think. Kathy Wood has said the massive inventories now held by US companies suggest that inflation will die down. Good luck with that, Kathy. Goldman Sachs' macro research team said it's forecasting still higher oil prices, and the OECD sees global growth slowing to 3% this year and to 2.8% in 2023, from 5.8% in 2021. Here's a bit of a, an interest for the banks. It was the big four yesterday that collapsed. We did see, I think it was uh, Westpac was down nearly 7% yesterday. And that is a big move for something like Westpac without a dividend. And Macquarie is going to offer interest rates of 1.5% on transaction accounts. Now, that's not for the likes of you and me. You've got to have a balance of $250,000 in your transaction accounts. But it is not an introductory rate. Macquarie has been a big disruptor with their cash management business. They've also been a big disruptor, of course, with the mortgage market as well, coming in strong with that one. And now they're offering 1.5% on those transaction accounts. So that looks interesting there. And KKR, the barbarians at the gate, and Ramsey, still trying to soothe people's nerves on the $30 billion buyout. The stock price is a long way away from that uh, price that KKR have offered. So uh, the market's still very sceptical about whether that will go ahead. Property being the key to it, uh, the deal seems to be that someone will take the property assets and lease them back to the hospital group. Uh, the property assets being a valuable jewel in the crown of Ramsey. Jerry Harvey says, people are still spending. Good old Jerry. No evidence we are going to get hammered on the back of this rate rise, he says. So interesting comments coming from Jerry, but a uh, man at the coalface. But uh, remains to be seen whether he's right or not. We've only just had that first rate rise. Question of the day today. Have you cut back your spending habits recently? This is a question we had yesterday in our morning meeting, uh, talking about what things you're cutting out uh, to save a little bit of money here and there as gas prices go up, or sorry, fuel prices go up, petrol prices, etc. So have you cut back on your spending habits recently? And if so, where? Where have you cut back? Is it on streaming services that you're not taking quite so many? Uh, ben informed me yesterday there are 28 streaming services in Australia. I find that hard to believe. But uh, apparently there are an awful lot out there. And an awful lot of people spend an awful lot of money on streaming services. So have you cut back on your spending habits on things like cappuccinos, streaming services, going out to dinner, or various things like that? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. It's a great group, 3,500 members. Members helping members is the motto. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, then of course we have three other podcast streams of wonderful Marcusness. We have the Marcus Strategy podcast, which is the market uh, morning meeting that we have, a fly on the wall look at that. There's the On the Desk podcast, where the team in Melbourne talk about things that are looking interesting to them. And my On the Couch podcast last week, I caught up with uh, Greg Hall from Alligator Energy on uranium. And bear in mind, we had some big rises yesterday in the likes of some of those uranium companies. Uh, maybe worth a listen to that. And this week, I sat down with the man himself, with Marcus. 
and put to him some of your questions that you've asked. And as we say, there's no such thing as a stupid question. The only stupid question is the one you don't ask. We went through a whole bunch of them, but there was still a whole bunch left to do. So we're going to do part two of uh, our questions from our members. And you can uh, catch up with that podcast. Probably be available tomorrow afternoon after I've done some editing. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And may the trading gods be with you.